This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Show, and I'm here with that snack, Pilot Cupcakes. Hey! Caps fans, as you know, this is our Thursday pontification episode where we are going to be on our soapbox talking about all sorts of things. I am going to be talking about the novels in which have hit both the romance circuit and the mainstream. And I'll be joined by a special guest who is actually an expert who's read every single one of these fucking books. And we're going to be talking about how hockey boys are in fashion. Polly, what do you... What do you <laughs> talking about well i'm gonna be talking about a sport called hockey and in that sport teams that have won and teams that have lost and how many teams have lost the most and what may happen this season in terms of losing and setting records exactly and maybe follow that (laughs) well you know what i got from that is that maybe maybe we'll see a team that can actually compete with the washington capitals in the worst team in the nhl column in all of nhl history that's what i would love to see yeah yeah me too all right let's pop some tabs to get into it what do you think yeah buddy one two three Polly, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Shorzy is now out on Hulu. They promised it late November, came out late November. Six epis, 20 minutes to 30 minutes each. Electric. Wait, what What show's out now? Shorzy. Huh? Shorzy. Oh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, I get what you're doing there. But, you know, Jesus Christ, what a fucking character. You know, I, I love that. I think that I think it's vindication for a lot of hockey guys who have been watching a lot of different types of content and a lot of different shows. And, you know, the, as off the wall and outlandish as Shorzy is, it is also awesome because... Everything exists in that bubble as it does on every guy's beer league team, right? I mean, to a point, to a point, you know, I I stopped playing hockey with guys who I thought I'd win with 15 years ago, long time ago, after I graduated high school. Hey. (laughs) What? What's that? First of all, you just talked in the last episode how we've been teammates for a decade, so fuck you. (laughs) I, I play hockey with you because I like you, Paulie, as a person. But, I mean, I guess I mean, on one instance that's a comp. I mean, it's like you're, uh, you know, you're you're not slapping me, but then you're shaking my hand with shit in your hands. Well, it's it's a it's a quintessential hockey troll compliment. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, <clears throat> one thing I really like about the show is that you get to see. Shorzy with, you know, a little more personality than he had in Letterkenny. Yeah. But they also stayed true to his character by showing him officiating high school games and and whatnot, and still dropping all the 
all the chirps. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm three episodes in, so I'm assuming I'll probably at least see one or two more scenes of him chirping those two high school kids. Oh yeah. But man, and you know, I'll tell you, I I tried to watch it, you know, because I work from home, so I tried to watch it while I was working from home. Mm-hmm. But it's just so fast, and some of the people, well, between the way a couple people talk mostly terry ryan and then the people who talk in french yes um, boy. so between the way people talk and then some of the references they make you can't have it like it's i can't have it on background like i would the office or parks and rec like i gotta focus on Chorzy if i'm watching it you do so i'm probably gonna have to re-watch those first couple episodes but it's just gold and it's. I, I also like how it's like Letter Kenny when they, um, you know, when they have some like they, they keep hammering home the same point. Like in right. one conversation, they'll keep saying something like, you know, got to bury the biscuit. You know, every <laughs> chance they get, you know, right. you know, something like that. It just keeps coming up. Right. Right. Exactly. What is? What's the? What's the big one? Um, uh, give him the lumber. Right. And then, uh, what is it? Uh. Pack them in something. Uh, lay them up. In... What's that? Yeah. But... Well, the the owner keeps. She's always saying butts and seats or whatever. Right. Yeah, 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 that keeps coming up. Anyways, it, yeah. I mean, it also to the point is that like, you know, the dialogue is incredibly repetitive. Uh, it's 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 almost like you know, watching a thesaurus of chirps. Yeah. You know. Um, and, and that's what I love about the, the show. I think it's very well written. I think that there's actual, and, and beyond it having incredible dialogue, um, I think that the storylines are always captivating and, and I think it's great. Also, something that, and I don't even know if this truly exists. I know it's existed at points in the United States, but there are beer leagues that do pay you to play. They, like, you are a pro. And I think that's definitely a thing in Canada. Definitely a thing in Canada. And it has been things in areas that are more rural and out there in, like... Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota and the Northeast and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I believe, or at least through these shows, want to believe that that's a real thing. Yeah. Um, because for me, that would be like the NHL. Getting paid a single cent to play would be... Uh, incredible right dude if, if my yearly salary matched you know minimum wage so that's 20 something grand to play hockey mm-hmm. yeah i'd do it <laughs> i mean i'm already i'm paying to play right now so of course i'd do it right so it's like a double win yeah right paul i think we could i think we could go try out you know we're all stars I mean, we on every team now. we've ever played on me and you and me and you together yeah. we're all stars we, in every we team we've ever played on so we are a good tandem we are you know it's the synergy I don't know maybe it's maybe it's the personal bond maybe it's what I, I mean it's, keep it up speculation but reality is reality and that's that's what I'll go for but if you haven't been watching Shorzy Caps fans if, if you if you really want a true look into a real hockey show a, ho- a show that's not about you know, 
sexual encounters, though there are many of those, if it's not about other things, I think that the central idea around around Shorzy is truly hockey. And I don't think that we've ever had a show that's like that. You know, they tried that with Benders, with the Beer League being kind of, you know, which I, I in, in the United States, I thought the Benders was more like the league. You know, the league, the, the, the fantasy football team where where yeah. everybody's kind of try, vying, have, has such a strong want to be successful in the fantasy football team. That's what I liken Benders to. But I, I really think that Shores is a true hockey show. What do you think, Paulie? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I think it's perfectly summed up that it's a, a good hockey show by the random times when Shorzy just goes, you got a dip? <laughs> like, <laughs> that right there shows me it's a hockey show. Exactly, exactly. And, like, you know, goalies are weird and all this other bullshit. I love it. I love it. You know, it's all the stereotypes, all the even beyond that, just good stuff. And, and you know, shout out Terry Ryan. I think Terry Ryan's getting so many more speaking roles in this season. He's becoming much more of like an independent character rather than like a 10 inch cock. Right. Uh, yeah. Which, you know, good for him to have that. But uh, Terry Ryan's been part of the hockey podcast now. He's an OG. He's been here since the fucking inception along with us, the wash, uh, you know, the official capture podcast rep in the Washington capitals. He's been here in the beginning since, since the hockey podcast network. So I've never had, the, uh, you know, the, the time to, to reach out to Terry and, you know, say what's up, but, uh, it's cool to think that, you know, we're on that hockey podcast network with him. Yeah. I mean, basically one of our peers is on a Hulu show. I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but if you will, I think it's true. I'll say it. I mean, he'd, he'd probably laugh in my face if he heard it, but, yeah. Um, you know, on, on some level we are peers. Yeah. You know, and I gotta, I gotta feel that Terry Ryan would be uh, pretty fucking cool to party with if we ever got found yeah. ourselves in New Finland. And honestly, if, uh, if he probably honestly, if he heard me call us his peers, he seems like he'd be like, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, babe. Let's, well, it depends if can you chug this beer in under three seconds and you're up here yeah. and then, you know we're in if that's if that's the if that's it then we're in no he'd, you know he'd be like you know come up from where you're to and, and do a show <laughs> up here with me <laughs> <laughs> all right all right well i think we should get into the hockey chill hip check last episode was pretty long due to our doodadling and and going off on tangents and i don't know if that's what the people want or not um but I get carried away talking to you, but I actually have a pretty interesting guest to introduce in the Hockey Show Trek, and I really want to get into it. So what do you think, Polly? Let's do it. Let's go. This is the Hockey Troll Hip Check. All right, Caps fans. So, I've had somebody who's been begging me, begging me, offering all sorts of incentives to get on this podcast. And that is my lovely girlfriend, Kayla. And she is here to help me with this week's 
hockey show hip check. Caleb, say say hello into the mic. Hello. Hi. All right. Thank so, you. Polly, say hi. Hi, Caleb. Hi, Paul. <laughs> Polly, it's Polly. She's got to say I'm Brand. See. All right. Well, Caps fans, I don't know if you know, and the reason that we have Kale here because she's a prolific reader, reads so many books a year, more than me. She likes to read. This is a good thing. Very smart individual, if you will. There has, as she has alerted me, Polly, and I don't know if you knew this, but there's been quite the buzz around romance novels that involve hockey players. Did you know this, Polly? Well, I'll tell you, I have a, I have a library card, so I have the app on my phone, big audiobook guy. Yeah. And the reason that I know these exist is because I was trying to find hockey books, mainly books written by former hockey players. I like uh, Ken okay. Dryden's books and Mike mm-hmm. Rizzioni's book, stuff like that. Yeah. So I searched hockey, and I was given the results of the books that we're about to talk about. And, and the and books they were that... hockey players with shirt. They were shirtless in <laughs> hockey uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the books that we're about to talk about are by L. Kennedy in 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 particular, a New York Times and International best-selling author, an award-winning author, creating some of the noisest smutty romance novels about hockey and she actually has five books in this series like you know that's game of thrones shit five books on in in just this native series itself but also spin-off books that she's working on and then there is a book called icebreaker by hannah grace and it's about a hockey player and a figure skater getting entangled in a saucy romance and kayla my my girlfriend and guest speaker here has has read all of them. So, babe, I'd love to know, Kayla. Wh- like, what is, what's what's the buzz about? Because it's interesting. Because first of all, it's hockey, and it's it's blowing up in the romance sector genre, but also breaking into the mainstream. So. I'd love to know what you thought about these books. Um, well, if you're on Book Talk at all, then mm. you've heard of these books. Right. Have you ever heard of the hockey romance, or it's like the fairies? Fairies? Why do they call them fairies? Fairy smuts. No, it's a different series, but I'm just saying, those are the two hot topics right now on Book Talk. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and... I but, read them both. <laughs> but hockey, yeah, she's read them both. Okay, all right. Oh, but you know, so w- w- okay. Let's start with L. Kennedy, who I feel is the most prolific, considering she's got a five series series about this kind of thing. And I, I in a minute, we're going to go into you know just a loose plot about what these five books are about, and then she's been able to write other books that are offshoots of it. And then Hannah Grace, who has written Icebreakers, like I said earlier about the figure skater hockey player kind of combination. And then she's gotten another book. So like, tell me about this. Like let's start with Al Kennedy. What, what are these books about? 
Um, so I guess it's called the Off Campus series. The first book is called The Deal. Okay. And basically what they're all about is this hockey team. Well, it goes from the perspective of the male and the female. Mm. So it switches back and forth. Okay. And so they're in college. It's called Briar University. Okay. <laughs> and Good Northeastern this- school. Uh, you know, just about Ivy League, but big... Big D1 hockey program, apparently. Yeah. Um, so this girl is, like, a music major, and she actually has a crush on the hockey... Or not a hockey player, but a football player. Ooh. And she has a class with this hockey player. She knows him just because he's, like, a big-shot hockey player. He's the captain of the team. Who wouldn't? <laughs> big man on campus. The biggest, in my eyes. Fuck football. But, okay, Continue. <laughs> So they're in a class together, and Graham, who is the hockey player, he's failing the class. But sh- Hannah, who is the music major, she is very smart. So he wants to ask her to tutor him. The and, hockey player wants to ask yeah. the, the main female lead in mm-hmm. this to tutor him, okay? And the, the deal that he presents her is that if you help me study for the test I'll introduce you to the hockey or the football player because they're all buddies I guess. Right because you know all the D1 studs hang out together apparently. Yeah they party and stuff. Okay. So basically that's that was the deal and and then for the rest of the books there's different relationships yeah but they're on the same team at the same college. It pretty much centers around the hockey team. So right. the, there's four players, and it goes about how they get into a romance with a woman. And none of the girls The play same hockey. woman. Different women, though. Different couples. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So it's an anthology, if you will, in the same universe of this hockey team slash college. Yep. Wow. Riveting stuff. <laughs> Riveting stuff. And, and you know, I think that we should, you know, it, for anybody who's out there reading, uh, listening to us and interested in reading this type of stuff, you know, what is this Fifty Shades of Grey, like weird sexually stuff, stuff or, or is it more like, you know, romance? It's romance it, it's novel. It's spicy, but mm. it's not Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. It's not pornographic. I mean, it's pornographic, but it's not like I'm going to chain you up and... Put my finger in your butt. Well, maybe that, but... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, then I guess sexual exploration, all sorts of... You know, Capsons, if you haven't been in college or if you're in college now, you know exactly what we're talking about right here, right? And, you know, Polly, unfortunately for me, you know... Being the captain of the hockey team uh, in college, I was never privy to this type of treatment. Were you? Yeah, it did work once or twice. (laughs) 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 Oh, Polly. Polly's stupid. Well, honestly, all it did was it it was a decent conversation starter. Mm. It's it's really – that's – Honestly, probably the extent of it, but... One time, Polly, one time, I had my lacrosse stick. You know, I was a deep hole. 
Okay. And I had my lacrosse stick in the quad. And I was on my way to practice and I was like sitting in the quad. And this attractive girl sat next to me. And then another guy came over and he was like, what's up, dude? Yeah, I heard you're the captain of the lacrosse team. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, chilling, being captain of the lacrosse team. I'm also captain of the, lacrosse, the hockey team. Yeah, even though I was an alternate, I was still captain. And they go, yeah. And then I look over to this girl and she goes, are you really the captain of that? And she pointed to my stick, in which I had my lacrosse stick there because I was on my way to practice. And um, that that was the extent of the clout that I got. You know, I probably did not position myself in the best way. Well, that's to be expected. <laughs> that is true. So no I would game. say these books aren't very realistic. <laughs> <laughs> At least not for me. Not for not for hockey troll here. But how would you rate them? Kayla, on a on a scale of one to ten, you've got L. Kennedy. Well, we're just talking about L. Kennedy here. So, like, and one and tell 10. me about wait, tell me a little background. So she's got five books, five books that involve this, right? This this direct uh, this story series. Line. There are five, but then she has another series about some of the other players. Mm. And then also, I think there's another series of the Next Generation. Whoa! I haven't read those. So this is literally a Game of Thrones romance. She's pretty much milking it as much as she can, and I can't blame her. And you will read them all? Probably. If not only to meet my reading goal, because <laughs> they're Fair easy enough. reads. Well then, you know, I, I guess I'm opening, my, opening myself up. <clears throat> when it comes to L. Kennedy's books, how does dating an actual hockey player stack up? How does dating... What? An actual hockey player stack up to L. King's portrayal of dating. <laughs> oh. Um, it's, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah, we're not going to ask my wife that question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And also, there's Icebreaker by Hannah Grace about a hockey player and a figure scare to get together. And, you know, I don't know about if what you guys know about hockey, but, uh, you know, hockey, if you're hanging out at a rink all the time, you're probably at least, you know, not Tanya Harding poor. You are actually, like, pretty affluent. And, you know, there's people in your same kind of vibe, if you will. Uh, you know, not to, not to bring class into this but it just how it kind of works out because ice time is expensive you've got figure skating ice time and good god are figure skates in a competitive level incredibly ex expensive in all the outfits and things and then you have hockey that's incredibly expensive just to step on the ice um you know i mean <clears throat> what's what did you think about icebreaker kayla i liked icebreaker as well um, it was less relatable to me because I'm not a figure skater. Right. So I almost expect, like, figure skater to hook up with a hockey player because, like you said, they have to share the ice. Right. Exactly. Well, there's apparently enough momentum behind this whole movement that even Hannah Grace had decided to do, what, a sequel to Icebreaker? Is that correct? 
Um, I think it's another character's point of view. I haven't read the second one. It just came out. I think it's called, uh, I forget what it's called. Wild Heartstopper? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, well, Capstans, if you're in the market to be reading some romance, uh, obviously you're going to want to be looking up L. Kennedy. You're going to be looking up uh, Hannah Grace. L. Kennedy's series is off campus. Honestly, I would love to get her on the show and just ask her, like, you know, about, like, what is this? Is this, a, you've always loved hockey players or, like, what is, what's going on here? I mean, you know, Polly, is is this the, did we miss out on being young and hockey players? Because I'm feeling like we did. Well, I think we were on the wrong part of the map this kind of treatment that's true also true yeah but where kayla where are the where are the where's l kennedy's and hannah grace's books set in um i think it's like near boston because two of the players oh wait i don't want to get into it but they do go pro some of the players go pro and they go to the bruins Ooh. Well, interestingly enough, Polly, and we, uh, through our coverage of Michigan last year, a lot of these guys, uh, and, and this is the funny part, is that I was talking to Kayla here about how, like, that happens in real life. Like, you know, a bunch of people who are great hockey players go and play at college at the same time. So, like, really this kind of romance is not completely cockamamie, if you will. People fall in love in all places. And good <laughs> hockey players congregate to each other, especially when you have the power at the NCAA, yeah. how it is now. And then a lot of those guys, actually, the entire like first two lines of Michigan's team last year went pro. Yeah, right. Yeah, they had... Uh three draft picks in the top 10. I believe Adam Fantilli was a Michigan guy who the Caps just played against. That I don't know. Okay. So whenever you read this book, you can pretend that you and Polly are the ones go pro together. <laughs> yes. And remain friends after college. Polly, if we went I... pro, if we went pro, would we still be friends? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. I think we we'd probably spend the summers together together on some lake and just be idiots. <laughs> we probably should be single for the first. Apparently, according to these romance novels, we should probably be single for the first couple well, of those lake excursions. That's where the good stories come in. Right? Exactly, the good romance well, you know, stories. When, when Kayla was saying. You and I, I thought she was going to say, you know, one of us is the hockey player, one of us is the tutor. <laughs> <laughs> who's the tutor? Between me and Polly, Kayla, who's who's me? Who's the tutor? You're the tutor. Okay. Yeah. Polly's a player, I guess. Uh, all right. Well, Caps fans, that was our expert analysis of of this phenomenon known as hockey smut 
in literature. Forever to be there. It's it's in print. It's it's never you gotta going to get away. on book talk. Book talk. If you if you're not on book talk, if you haven't heard about this, you just don't read like a fucking idiot. Apparently, right? Yeah. I'm coining okay. it right now. Smucky. Smucky. <laughs> it's smucky. A little smucky book. A little smucky book, you know, getting the pracky in for the smucky book. Okay. Kayla, thank you so much for taking your time to, uh, your, I know it's a busy schedule that you have for to visit with us and, and talk to us about uh, smucky. Oh, anytime. <laughs> Thanks, Kayla. You're welcome. Caps fans, we do have to pay the bills here. And I will say it is incredibly awesome to be sponsored by Raycon. It may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start holiday shopping. Why not take care of it now? Never too early to start your holiday shopping. <laughs> Sorry. Especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because their early Black Friday sale is going on now. Raycon is known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands. No wonder their products have racked up tens of thousands of five-star reviews. Raycon first made their name in creating awesome earbuds that had really thoughtful features like a 32-hour battery life and a perfect in-ear fit. But right now, you can get things like their five-star reviewed Magic 180 cable that allows you to charge iOS, micro USB, and Type-C devices eight times faster with a 100-watt power delivery. Their faucet fil- filter also delivers ultra-filtered water into your tap against chlorine and heavy metals. It's a must-have for ensuring the water you wash your face and brush your teeth it with is, you know, actually clean. To get every one in the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off on their site with select products up to 50% off. Hurry now, buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20% off, 20 to 50% off, 50%, 20 to 50% off store wide. Sorry. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Do it and thank us later. Mm. Also, DraftKings Sportsbook is here. NFL season in full swing. You absolutely need to get in on getting in the DraftKings Sportsbook and hitting it up and scoring $200 instantly in bonus bets when you just bet five. DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every day this October. Every game this this October. Get in on the game day greatest. Download DraftKings Sportsbook now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet in a and you bet five on the NFL. 
That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsman, official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 800 Sorry, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available. For problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas City. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 and older varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dra- sports, sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and gambling responsible gambling resources. That was, that was Struggle City. Uh, I'm still reeling from inviting my own girlfriend onto the podcast. Well, I got your medicine. Here we go. Mmm, it's snack time with Polly Cupcakes. Polly, I thought she was going to roast me way more than what she did. Yeah, you got off easy, buddy. <laughs> All right. So what are we talking about today in Snack Time with Collie Cupcakes? Well, in case you haven't noticed, the Sharks suck. Oh, they're bad. Back-to-back, 10 goals against. Combined three goals scored in the past two games that they played. Um, that is not good. 20-3 to three in goals. Yeah, and did you see that poor kid who was holding a sign said, this is my first Sharks game, it's my birthday, and they just got waxed? <laughs> no. Poor, poor kid. He was, he looked like he was like, I don't know, nine or ten <laughs> years old. Oh, heartbreaking. You know what, oh. though? That probably was a better learning experience for him in general. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um you know, so the the Sharks at this moment are on track for the worst season in NHL history, albeit it's very early. You know, first 20 games don't matter, or they don't count. Um, but something to look forward to here is that the Sharks, if they keep this up all year long, they could possibly have the worst record in NHL history. Now, Mr. Troll, remind me of whose record they would be breaking if they do this. Well, I think that when people talk about the worst seasons to ever occur in NHL history, however you dice it up, however you want to split it, points, winning percentage amount of games won, whatever it may be. I think the Washington Capitals have always and will always in either of those categories, in any of those categories that I've just mentioned, be a number one there. The Washington Capitals had the worst, own the worst NHL season in history 
with only eight wins in their very first campaign ever in 1974-1975 season. And not only, you know, back then the draft was, was different. It wasn't gifting competitive teams like it is today with the Vegas Golden Knights, number one. You're handed a team. You're a fraud. And then the Kraken, the Seattle Kraken, had the same rules. You weren't given scrubs. You were given very good players, second-line players. You know, any you'd, you'd pick of the roster. You had the pick of the roster for most of these expansion teams in today's era. Back then, you got nothing. You got picks of fourth round, you know, fourth, fourth, fourth line guys. Like you, you, you had to, you had to build a team of fourth liners, and the Washington Capitals did not do well. So sorry, just went on a tangent there, Paulie. But yeah, I mean, the Caps had a, a true expansion team, and you know, honestly, it was even that way up into the two thousands in Minnesota and, and Columbus. Um, like you said, the the two most recent were gifted with just the best possible options. Um, right. No, I was telling you in the pre-show. This is this reminds me of my my dad, where you and I went to college. He also went, and he played a couple years of football. And while he was there, he had the only winless. They had the only winless season in school history. And then when we were in school, one year the football team was on the verge of doing that as well. So while (laughs) everyone in attendance, everyone, you know, who was a topper fan was thinking, this is our worst, this, you know, the other team in the conference, this is the team we have a chance against. And, you know, got to get this win. This is a big game, blah, 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 blah. Well, my dad, an alum, former football player, he was an employee at the school at the time. He was hoping for them to lose so that he did not have to be on the only team to ever go winless. <laughs> and so I kind of feel like we're in that position a little bit here. We're just rooting for the Sharks to suck because it'll take a little burden off of the Washington Capitals franchise. Yeah. And- Capstones, I mean, you got to think about this. Like, uh, look at today's modern NHL and imagine a team only winning eight fucking games total in an 82 game campaign. Now, the Washington Capitals tied. So back then, they didn't have the shootout and, and overtime things like that. They tied a few games as well. Which is where the wrench gets thrown in is like who actually had the worst campaign and and overall with points I believe it's the Canadians, but at that point they were playing like twenty games and it was the original six so they didn't even have a backup goalie like it doesn't fucking matter like but in in modern NHL times I mean you know it's funny because we just celebrated our one thousandth win against Columbus last week. Uh, and to go from and, and and you look at why the Washington Capitals organization is awesome. There's so many things post that blemish, if you will, to 
to say that the Washington Capitals have, have created an incredible organization and they continue to do it well every day that they, they come to work. But in 1974-75, it was so bad that at one point the team paraded a trash can around the ice when they won. That's how fucking bad they were. Yeah, and you know... Kudos to them for having some fun with it. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, you know, you're an expansion team, whatever, whatever. Um, and you know, back then there were only like 18 teams. They made 18 teams at that point, so you know, it was, it's it's quite a while in, in NHL history. But I think in the modern era of hockey, you can say the Washington Capitals are, for one, had the worst team, the worst season not team, sorry. They had the worst season in 1974-75. And then you, you you look at this and you say, okay, well, who who else could break that? And if you fathom a team not winning eight fucking games in an 82-game season, that seems pretty impossible in today's standards. This is one of those, you know, they were so bad that this was widely regarded as a record, <laughs> an infamous record, and a terrible record that would never be usurped in NHL history. And here we have, right at our feet, 10 games in, 12 games in, the San Jose Sharks giving us a run for the money. Yeah, there's there's some hope here. And, you know, I'm I'm as I'm sitting here... Yeah, I obviously have no control or say in the matter, but I would say for the San Jose Sharks, I have a hope. I have one of two hopes, and that is that they either lose or win seven or less games, or they completely turn around and just make a run. <laughs> what you know, What is more realistic at this point? The San Jose Sharks are really fucking bad, man. And I don't, I don't, I, I, I was gonna wait in the in the pre uh, episode of, for this episode talk that we, you know, uh, we prepare a little bit, Capstone. You know, we take our jobs very seriously here to talk to you, and we think it's a privilege for sure. But holy fuck, when we when we think about this, like this was something that I wanted to wait one more week for, and then I was gonna absolutely pile on. So I'm not gonna pile on now this week this week but if if the sharks don't win a game for the next couple weeks huh i and again i've said it you know you may call me a hypocrite this year especially to say that the washington capitals are not the real team till game 21 but there's a big difference from going over 500 the washington capitals have a have a winning record through 11 games rather than the San Jose Sharks who through double digit games have not won a single game and then in the past two games they've been rung up for 10 goals each game that is historically bad yeah so Polly, I mean what are you saying here do you think that there is a team in today's NHL that can compete with the 1974-1975 Washington Capitals. 
That's a hell of a way to say it. Uh, yeah, I I think that there is a chance that the Sharks could take the Capitals' crown. So, Caps fans, what I'm hearing and what I'm what I how I'm acting is that I'm a Caps fan first, but my second team right now is the San Jose Sharks, and I want them to lose. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm cheering for it. Woof. I and and again, Capstans, if this was something that was common, where a team was so bad that they would win less than double digit team I mean, who was the worst team last year? Um it had to be like around Columbus, Philadelphia, you know, in our division. Let's talk about our division. Philadelphia, Columbus. Yeah. These teams still rattled off twenty wins. Yeah. Um they did. So yeah. <laughs> that's that's how fucking terrible the San Jose Sharks have to be for an entire 82 game season. Do I think it's attainable? Hey, anything's possible in, in this wild world. But do I think it's realistic? I don't know, man. But good God, am I hoping for it? Yeah the the least amount of wins was the Jackets at twenty five. Which is a far cry from eight. Well, the, the Ducks were the worst in the league at 23. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. That's yeah. triple. That's triple eight. And I maintain, I maintain that the Washington, I mean, I, that the NHL is the league with the highest parity. It is, the product is so fucking good. And that's why the NHL can get away with all this dumb shit that they pull as an organization uh, beyond hockey, talking about like pride tape and all this other dumb shit that they fucking do every fucking year when we expect nothing and they just exceed our expectations to the negative hardcore. But when we look at the teams and the data around how much, you know, the actual records, which, you know, data is, is, is a abstract term in this sense, but, the actual records and and all time lows. It would be nice to see the Washington Capitals pass that crown on. Absolutely, I love it. Good segment, Polly. Wow, well, it was your idea. It was. I gave it you was. credit. Thank you. Thank you. You know, you know that's one thing about having a co-host like Polly. Is he always always give credit where credits due. I'm team guy. He is. Big team guy there. Big team guy. Cavs fans, two things to think about as you walk away from tonight's clusterfuck. And that is, are you going to be reading romance novels? You know, the way, you know, and Kayla's not here, but she did say, she said, you know how I know, I know about hockey. And I go, how about and she goes, in my romance novels, they say goalies are weird. And as we're watching Shorzy, they say goalies are weird. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's a pretty commonly known stereotype. And it is also true. It's a stereotype for a reason. Goalies are fucking and weird. It also gets said quite often on this podcast. Exactly. 
Goalies are fucking weird. Listen to the podcast, Kayla, which she doesn't, of course, because why would she? She's too busy reading romance novels about hockey players. So, you know, yeah. I'll just say this. I got big shoes to fill. Yeah. <laughs> you got big skates to fill. <laughs> and also, what else do you have to look forward to, Capstans, is that you should be a Caps fan first and a San Jose fan second and a San Jose to tank this year. Usurp the Washington Capitals as having the absolute worst season in NHL history. And let's just replace that. Let's get that blemish off our record. I am a huge fan of the San Jose Sharks this year. That's all I'm saying. No one cares about who has the second worst record in history. Right. No one gives a fuck. What they care about is who won eight games in the parade of trash can around the ice. And that was the Washington Capitals. I would love to see the San Jose Sharks go out there and just absolutely be indignant about it and say, we're going to only win five games or six games or seven games. That would be fine. All of it. So, Godspeed, San Jose. Godspeed to you, reader who is going to be reading romance novels about hockey players. And you know what? Hockey boys, maybe this is our time. Yeah. Read the books. Get some tips. Figure out, you know, where to focus your energy. (laughs) Exactly. Capsons, thanks a lot for joining us for this episode. It It was a first time. And, uh... Thanks, Kayla, for taking the time to explain the whole uh, romance series from L. Kennedy and, and Hannah Grace. And, you know, Caps fans, we've got a lot to look forward to. At least this year, we won't be the worst team in the NHL. Hopefully. Hopefully. We hope. Until Monday, Caps fans, Hockey Troll. Poly Cupcakes, signing off. Bye. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trollin on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You follow me, Holly Cupcakes, at Holly underscore Cupcakes on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on social and thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. Every team, everywhere. Check them out or we're not friends anymore.